0: Ireland. I am the host of Scaling Therapy Practice, the show where we encourage you to take small steps towards uh, sustainable growth. I have a panel of guests here. We're going to do a new season of the Scaling Therapy Practice where we're going to do 12 episodes on marketing. Uh, First up is Lisa Mustard. Hello, Lisa.
1: Hi, James. Thanks for having me.
0: Tell us, tell us uh, your show and a little bit about yourself. Yes.
1: Well, my name is Lisa Mustard. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in South Carolina, and I have a podcast called The Therapy Show with Lisa Mustard, and some of my episodes qualify for continuing education. You can learn all about that over on my site, lisamustard.com, and I'm really excited to be here, and one thing about me that you may not know is I am a personal development junkie. I cannot get enough books, quotes, videos, you name it. I will watch it. I'm a junkie. I I admit it. Cool.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, and that, then next up is Steve Bisson.
2: Yes, Steve Bisson. Uh, I'm I'm a licensed mental health counselor in Massachusetts, born and raised in Montreal. My first language is actually French. And um, one of the things that you should know about me is if you go listen to any of the podcasts or what's going to happen probably at least twice in every single episode we do, is I can't pronounce THs because there's no such sound in French. So sometimes you'll catch me saying something like tree when I mean three, because I have to intentionally think about it. Huh? So just a little uh, tidbit. So you can laugh. I have a sense of humor about it, but you're only allowed to laugh twice. After that, I get frustrated. All right. Well,
0: thank you. And uh, last up, uh, but not least, of course, is Don Gabriel.
3: Hi, I'm Don Gabriel in Castle Rock, Colorado. I am the host of... Soul Care for Therapists podcast. I also am a group practice owner and for the last eight years and a fun fact about me. um, Well, it's fall weather now and I am excited because I love drinking all sorts of chai. I don't drink coffee. I'm a chai connoisseur.
0: All right. Well, thank you. And we'll learn more about uh, the co-hosts here as we go along in our next 12 episodes. So the the, the structure of the show is going to be we are going to have a main topic, uh, and then we're going to talk about 12 different aspects, one per show of the uh, topic. This, this season, we're going to talk about marketing for the scaling therapy practice, and this show is all about SEO. Uh, Search Engine Optimization, and I'm going to cut to a clip here uh, with Daniel Fava from Private Practice Elevation. He's going to share a tool with us, and we'll get into that clip. All right. Well, now we're going to do our tool tip tech segment of the week, and we have a special guest with us this week, Daniel Fava. Hello, Daniel.
4: Hey, James. How's it going? And panel. Hey, everybody.
0: (laughs) Hi there. And you, you're you're uh, the host of Private Practice Elevation, and you also have the uh, the um, business Private Practice Elevation. And I recently attended a webinar of yours, which was all about SEO. And you graciously decided came on the show, and you're going to share with us a tool that we can use right now for our own SEO. Right?
4: Yep, absolutely. Yep.
0: All right, take it away.
4: Sure. Yeah. So the tool I want to share about uh, is a tool called Uber Suggest. Um, some of you may have heard of it. Uh, this is a tool that's created by uh, Neil Patel. Um, if you've ever been to Neil Patel's website, he's just got oodles and oodles of tutorials on uh, marketing, online marketing, getting traffic to your website. Um, and so, I started using Uber Suggest a couple of years ago because I was, I was actually struggling myself with some of our clients because I really wanted to provide a uh, you know a dashboard and also just something that our clients could use and our students, because uh, we teach uh, our uh, SEO process to, to students with an online course and an SEO mastermind. So I needed something that was robust enough to get us some good data around how a website is um, ranking and how traffic is coming to a website. But it wasn't. I needed something that wasn't so detailed or kind of like nerdy that people would get lost in the weeds um, because I found myself getting lost in Trying to learn uh, tools like SCM Rush um, and Moz and some of these bigger ones that are like super expensive. So I started using Uber Suggest to kind of play around with that, and then it found it you know really great to um, to teach to our students. Um, and really at the core of what it is is it allows you to set up an SEO dashboard uh, for your website. And I'm one who's very uh, like a firm believer on. When it comes to your marketing, and especially when you're like, you're trying to get traffic to your website, it's really good to look at data because the data can really help you understand, okay, I've maybe spent some marketing dollars on um, maybe getting some blog posts written, or I've spent a lot of time writing blog posts. So you wanna understand, is that actually moving the needle as far as getting traffic to the website or people are staying on the website longer, stuff like that. And so it's really important to to have a place that you can go to see some of that data. And each person I think is going to be a little different when it comes to analytics. Some people are like, just give me like the top level, like just the top numbers. How many people are coming to my website each month? And that's fine. And then other people are going to be like, no, I want to know like, what's the conversion rate on this specific page? And how are people going from my web, my homepage to this page, that sort of thing, you know? And so I think that you know, having just at least one place where you kind of understand a little bit, especially that top level, uh, is great. And I think that just having that is going to put you light years ahead of of many people. Because I talk to a lot of people, and I'm like, Do you know where traffic is coming from to get to your website? Um, and mostly therapists in private practice. Or do you under Do you know what your what keywords you're ranking for? And they're like, eh, No, I, I have no idea. So it's really important to have this data in front of you. Um, and so Uber suggests helps you do that. It lets you tie in Google Analytics uh, with your website, and it has all these different features around SEO. So uh, you can see here, I'll try to be descriptive for people who are just listening along. um, We got the the screen share in front of us. I've got this uh, dashboard set up for actually my wife's private practice. Um, I haven't updated this in in a while, but it's got a lot of the basic stuff in there for her practice. Um, so right at the top, we can see like they start to give you content ideas. It'll look at your content on your website and it'll give you new ideas for pieces of content that you can create based on the keywords that you're already ranking for. So that's kind of a a nice thing to have because you might be wondering what can I do to get more SEO traffic, uh, to my website? Well, it's going to give you ideas here so you can take a look at these ideas. Um, they even allow you to like mark them as done. So you can kind of keep track of some of that stuff. Um, I usually do that a little differently in like a spreadsheet, like a Google Sheet. Um, but this is a good starting point just to get ideas for uh, content you can create. And when you first come in, you can see, it'll tell you just kind of the trend of traffic over the last you know few months and you can filter that. Um, and what's really cool is we've got keyword rankings. And so there's this whole section in here where we can look at um, rank tracking. And so it's gonna show you each month uh, you know, what, what's your average position and how has that changed each month? Meaning what's the average position that all your keywords are ranking for? Um, so Daniel, yeah.
0: Uh, for, for keyword ranking, for those of us, you might be new to SEO. Why is that important?
4: So keyword ranking is important, um, because it helps you know where you stand in the, in the results, you know? So if you're really wanting to get more, uh, couples therapy clients, um, Let's say it's like couples therapy in Atlanta. That might be a keyword that would be really important for you. You want to keep track. Number one, is my website ranking for that keyword? And then how is that changing each month? You know, because again, back to what I said about data, if you decide, okay, I really want to rank for that keyword, and you you publish a landing page on your website for couples therapy in Atlanta, you do a ton of work, you want to see how that needle is moving as far as where those results are ranking. So so
0: so I see a uh a line graph that says average position, yeah, right? And that like, it'll tell you over time yep. where your keyword shows up when somebody searches for couples therapy in Atlanta. Well,
4: in this specific case right now, that average position is really cumulative of all the keywords that we're tracking key- for. Okay, So it allows you to go in and you can edit your keyword list. Um, So down below, there's a
0: list of words that you're ranking for and their position where they show up on the page one, two, three. And yeah,
4: uh, yeah. For Google. Yeah. Yeah. And then next to each keyword, we can see um, if it's changed over the last, uh, you know, whatever we're filtering for. Let's say it's one month. It'll show, okay, this one dropped down uh, one position over the last month. Uh, Couples therapy dating is the specific keyword uh, here that I'm looking at. And so it it just lets us know how things are changing, how things are moving each month. Um, And, you know, there's kind of times where we spend more time doing work on my wife's website or, you know, for your example, like on your own website. And so you want to be able to go in and see, okay, has it, has it changed? Has that keyword that my website's ranking for, has it moved up? Has it moved down? And that is kind of like step one to understanding how is your website, you know, performing in um, search engine results.
0: So so one of your main points for a tool for SEO was good data. Yeah. You got to have good data to to do anything. If you have no numbers, you can't track whether what you're doing is good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Is this this part of the like this? This is pretty impressive. Uh, And if you happen to go to the YouTube channel with this show, you can see what he's talking about is this a paid feature
4: so they have a it's sort of like a freemium thing where uh-huh. if you don't del- opt in for the paid uh version um i believe it's only like they only show you maybe 20 keyword results you know if you go in and you want to see what a page on your website is ranking for um you can go to like keyword overview and you can actually just put in a specific url which is kind of cool cuz you you know exactly um, what it's ranking for. And so it might show only like 10 to 15 keywords in the free version, but it's another reason why I decided to really kind of focus on this tool for our SEO students is because it's only $29 a month if you pay monthly. And I don't think anyone, you don't really see this a lot. And they also have a lifetime deal that's $290. So if you use it for 10 months, you'll have it for you know a lifetime. Um, so that's kind of what I've done. And it's. I think it's totally worth it um, because you can just continue hmm. to use it. You don't have to pay a monthly fee. You just pay that one-time um, deal. Um, but you can use the free version. I think they'll give you, like, all features free for a week, and then it'll have a little bit of limitations uh, on
0: there. Cool. Um, what else did you want to tell us about this tool that you use? Like, what what yeah. do you use for this?
4: Yeah, so one of the other key things that we do um, – is keyword research. And they've got a whole section in here that has um, different tools for keyword research. Uh, and keyword research is super important because yeah, you might have ideas for pages you want to put on your website or blog posts you want to write. But yeah, if you're wanting to get traffic from Google to those pages, you got to understand what are the best keywords to use for that piece of content. So we can come to this tool and uh, you know in the search box, we can put, let's just go back to our couples therapy in Atlanta uh, example. And you can choose a location uh, you know, down to a specific city. Um, really? If you wanted to, you know, if wow. you if you're really focused on a geographic uh, region. I found, you know, if you're if you're focused on multiple states, you know, you can just leave the location as United States. And that's still going to give you a good pulse as far as you know what's a good keyword. And so we can just hit search here. And so it's going to give us some data here. And so search volume is what it's going to show us. And that's kind of the, the first number that we kind of lock into, which means how many searches each month are people, uh, you know, typing in couples therapy in Atlanta. And so for this case, it says 720. Uh, the next thing we look at is SEO difficulty, um, which is how difficult would it be to rank for this keyword based on how many other people are trying to rank for that keyword? Um, so
0: that says thirty seven. Is that high, low? I don't know that's, what that means.
4: Yeah, it's it's based uh, on a scale from one to hundred. So thirty seven is actually pretty good. So when you get up into those like sixties, seventies, um, that and then that shows a lot of um, a lot of competition for that keyword. So I'd say that this is a, a really good keyword to to focus on. Um, and another thing that you can kind of take this to the next step is it's going to show you a uh, couple other variations or oh,
0: it, it just gives you ideas yeah
4: it'll give you ideas and yeah. so we can click on this uh button here that says view all cons all keyword ideas and then it's going to take us to this whole other section called uh keyword ideas and then so you can start to see some other variations so let's see couples therapy in atlanta ga gets 50 searches each month so much less than 720 so you can kind of come through and just get different ideas for keywords so that you can kind of export this as like a nice list. And then you start to compare and you say, okay, 720 people are searching each month for couples therapy in Atlanta um, versus, actually, let's take a step back here. Let's do couples counseling in Atlanta, if I could spell in Atlanta.
0: Nobody saw it. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's like you know and if they did they're all nice people yeah exactly
4: so we can do a search for couples counseling in atlanta and now we've got kind of side by side like should i use therapy should i use counseling well it's showing that 590 people are searching for couples counseling in atlanta each month versus 720 for couples therapy couples therapy in atlanta um but this, you can see this that is really the...
0: helpful, though, because you can see it. Yeah. You could, with this tool, you can see it now. Yeah. Having you explain what I'm seeing is also very helpful.
4: Right. Right. Yeah. Because
0: I've I've seen the volume thing before and I might have done a webinar or something on it before and heard somebody. But it's sort of like if you're not using it every day, it's sort of like in your mind, out your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's hard to know what is important. So that's that's really useful.
4: Yeah, exactly, and and it kind of goes back to what I said about like kind of why I landed on Uber. Suggest was that it's you can see from the interface here it's very clean. Um, There's not there's plenty that you could probably dig into if you wanted to get lost in it, but you could also stay pretty high level to get you know just a pulse on what's going on because so many times people get so bogged down with the data stuff, uh, and it makes sense. I do too. when you got all this stuff coming at you, like, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I want to make sure that people get a little bit of a, you know, familiarity and education on, on this stuff so that they make, you know, those improvements on their websites and they have some tools that they can use, you know, just so they don't end up just doing nothing just because it's it's overwhelming. But, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time and just a little poking around and, and it's good to be curious and and just be, you know, playing with uh with these tools. Because um, they can really give you lots of ideas for content you can create or pages that may be missing from your website, you know, based on your services, or blog posts you want to write. Um, there's just, there's tons of stuff in here. Like we can even search, there's a, a tab for questions. So you can see what questions are people asking? Like, is couples therapy covered by insurance? Oh, um, a
0: thousand people ask that.
4: Yeah. How much is couples therapy per hour? You know, so you can kind of include those in like your FAQs. And those are questions that people mm. are actually uh, because
0: if, if they're typing it in the search bar and you have it on your page, it will show up Yeah, uh, uh, eventually. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's step so, one.
4: Uh, step one is you just have to have the content there. It might not necessarily show up right this away, is, but it's, you got to start somewhere.
0: This was very informative. I know we only have a few minutes left with you. Uh, I'm wondering if the the panel has any questions or something they noticed. Um, yeah, from the uh, Uber suggests for Daniel as he spends maybe another minute or two with us.
3: Daniel, is this um, something that you would recommend a group practice owner putting money into and in doing, or do you recommend like hiring a business such as your business to do it for you? Can you talk a second about that?
4: Yeah, that to me that totally depends on on the person, you know, and how. Involved they want to be, how much they enjoy this stuff. But Like we talked about, the data stuff is a little, can be overwhelming. Um, I, I like to have people know enough to be dangerous so that they can kind of understand what's going on. And then you can kind of make that decision like, okay, this isn't really the most fun for me, or this isn't maybe the best use of my time. So let me hand this off to somebody, you know, whether that's, an admin in your in your practice or you know hiring out you know for somebody else Um, because if you hire somebody like like private practice elevation we're going to do all the keyword research for you like and we're going to come to you with an already culled down list of these are the best keywords to use this is what people are using Um, you maybe are missing content on your website that doesn't really represent all these keywords that we found you know, so like we're going to do that work for you and then go in and optimize the website for you. But when it comes to kind of understanding the data, I think it's good to have at least a, a base knowledge of, you know, what this stuff is so that you can, you know, outsource it and understand if somebody's, you know, doing doing a great job for you.
3: And as Uber suggests, is this a good tool? Do they have like an easy learning to get into it? Would it be an easy thing to learn as you're um, putting all your stuff in
4: yeah I think they have lots of like tutorials that okay. their support is is really good and and they're usually have like just like everything that I've seen from Neil Patel is usually like geared towards teaching you know and so okay. that's kind of like at the heart of of what they do um so I, I haven't fully explored all of like you know the, the tutorials and, and things on there I'm just kind of got in and got my hands dirty
0: <laughs> thanks and I know I've I've um, subscribed to his newsletter, and they pound you with good information.
4: It's hey, it's a lot of information. Yeah,
0: they they're like these are the three things you should be doing right now. Or use I mean, yeah. it is they're really good. Yeah, I, I,
4: he writes very detailed tutorials. You know, so if you're like trying to figure out some aspect of SEO or website traffic, you know, you might find a blog post that's maybe. I don't know, five to 10,000 words because it's got chapters and it breaks it down and like you can walk through it. So it's, it's helpful stuff, but it can sometimes be very overwhelming because the, the detail they put into it.
2: Can I also ask you with the Uber suggests? One of the things that I found with anything that I use for SEO is that I get lost very easily, as you said, and it can be easily mm-hmm. a tool where you get lost completely. Have you ever contacted customer customer support, and how supportive were they? I haven't contacted
4: their support because I've kind of really used Uber Suggest mostly for like keyword ideas and just kind of tracking that that month to month stuff. Um, I haven't really run into too many issues myself that I needed support. So yeah, I wish I could I could speak to that. Well, that's still good news. Uh, yeah, I just haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I haven't really run into too many issues because um, it's been, to me, it's been a, a pretty straightforward. Um, you know, once I plugged in Google Analytics, so I kind of get a sense of the tracking, uh, I mean, the traffic. Uh, and another feature which you actually didn't talk about is the site audit. So it can actually crawl through your website and find some of those um SEO errors, you know, maybe like duplicate content or pages without a meta description. And so that can also help you just have a, have a checklist of things that you can improve on your website that's oh it gives you a to-do list yeah exactly oh yeah
0: that's cool yeah so if You you need the hand holding there
4: yeah so if you are excited to learn and you want to you know just do it yourself you can kind of use this tool to kind of give you just lots of ideas that you can you know focus on um i do kind of preach though having like a good sense of like What's your starting point? Where are you at now? Where you where do you want to go? Um, the SEO can be, you know, a pretty uh, detailed whole of topics and things to kind of get into. But I think that, you know, you can get some really great ideas from this tool.
0: Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Daniel. Can you tell us where we can find you and maybe some of the opportunities people can have to uh either use your services or use some, get some support from you and your team.
4: Yeah, sure. So if you go to privatepracticeelevation.com, that's where you can find what we do. Um, and basically our three services, our website design and development, uh, SEO services, and then uh, WordPress care plans. So you can go over there. Uh, if you click on the uh, get started button right in the top corner, you can uh, just book a 15 minute call at myself and you know, find out you know, what you're looking to achieve in your in your business and see if we can put together a plan. And um, yeah, that's, that's where you'll find me.
0: Awesome. Uh, your webinar, as I said, was very helpful. How often do you run those? Are those like monthly, quarterly?
4: So that was the first webinar I've done in a while, actually. And really? So that was, it, I was, you were
0: so polished. It thank was you. Like, I loved it.
4: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so we, we do have, that is actually another you know service that we have is our SEO, SEO Basecamp live training group, which is basically where I teach our process that we use for our own clients. So for people who are maybe just starting out or they're excited to learn about SEO themselves, um, that's a great opportunity. So we do launch that group twice a year is what we've been doing. Okay. It. And so we just did the launch here in September. Um, so we do have a waiting list for that when it's not open. So people can get on that. And uh, you'll find that in our list of services on the website as well.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much, Daniel, for taking the time to spend with us. And we'll uh, hopefully have you back on. Uh, sometime later.
4: Yeah. Thanks so much. It's great hanging out with everybody. Appreciate it.
0: All right. So thanks Daniel for sharing that tool with us. That was Uber Subjects, Uber suggest, and I'll have that in the show notes. I'll also have the YouTube link uh, where you can watch some of what he has. He uh, put us, put, uh, showed us on his screen and just the, the graphs and the line graphs. Any comments on that from the panel? Any comments about uh, what what Daniel shared? Was it easier than what you used? Is it harder?
3: I actually thought it looked great. Um, It made me think I should hire one of my, or train one of my administrative assistants to do it. I won't do it, but I want all that info. It seemed awesome.
2: Well, I can tell you from a perspective of someone who has very limited knowledge of SEO, that actually encouraged me to do SEO. Most of my knowledge has come from someone who helped create my website. So when they talk about SEO, I I knew, I know what it means. I just didn't know how to put it in practice. And uh, that tool was definitely something that we can put in practice on a regular basis and uh, very reachable. So I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. And um, I I know quite a bit about SEO. doesn't mean that I actually implement what I know because,
0: Because you're a personal development junkie and you've probably uh, been to all the webinars. So
1: I'm too busy developing myself, but I would hire somebody, honestly, to do it for (laughs) me because it seems like one of those things that it's important. And if I want to get found on Google, which I mean, let's face it, we all would love that traffic, right? How many more posts on social media do you want to be making to get the same small percentage of people who see you? on their feeds actually take action versus people who are typing in, like Daniel was saying exactly what they're Mm -hmm. looking for. And then if you have it correct, if your SEO is, is ranking at all, you're, you could, you could be found. So it's, um, it's a reminder to me that it really is important and it's probably one of the most important things we can be doing for our businesses. So, but if you're like me and you just, you make sure brain explode to try to figure out how to find the time to do all that, then it's, it might be worth it to outsource it. And I know Daniel does great work. He's helped, um, he's helped some runs of mine with their websites. And I, I just know that, um, he does great work.
0: Yeah. What, what was really helpful for me, I think was just how, how do you even do keyword research? Uh, I, I can type in questions in Google, but when he typed it into that Uber suggest it had, it had the words plus how many people search for it. How hard is it to rank up? Uh, other suggestions for it, like it was really, I thought it was really helpful for for getting that data. Um, and I've I've typed in my website site and had it crawl it. And I some of the words I thought I might be ranking for. I'm not in the top 10, you know, maybe not even the top 20. I'm like, oh, I I blog about this. What should I do? Uh, so having that having that to do list and all those things was I thought that was pretty cool. And I liked that it wasn't complicated. Because, because you can get into the weeds like I've I go into the Google Analytics page and I see graphs and stuff and I just don't know what to do with it. Like um All right. So and and a good return on investment I think was the the other good part like it's it's not super expensive if you do get the lifetime deal and you know you're going to be using it for more than 10 months then you're going to uh, save yourself money. Well, let's get into the the topic then of uh, SEO uh, when we're marketing our therapy practice or our, our web page uh, SEO search engine optimization is an important part of that, and we're gonna just talk go around the go around the table no table, but you know go around the the room. there's no room either. We're gonna go around we're gonna talk about what is going on with uh what what we're doing for our SEO and maybe get some different stories and perspective about what's going on. So uh, the first question for our topic on marketing and SEO is, what mistakes have you made with SEO in the past and what lessons have you learned? Uh, what, what mistakes have you made?
2: Well, obviously, I'm going to start off by saying not using it. Uh, that would be a big mistake. Um, I think that I want to echo a little bit of what Lisa has said is that you can make so many social media posts and get so much, but with a good SEO, you're going to be able to get something that will pay off in the long term and much quicker. Um, I, I, I think that what Uber suggests. I think that what I I look at it and I looked at Google Analytics myself. I even looked looked at another tool that I shall not name, and I was like. WTF, how am I going to figure out this stuff? <laughs> and so for me, like SEO has been such a daunting and very scary thing that I, every time I've looked at it, I went, uh, yeah, well, uh, oh, look, I, I think I can hear my kids need a diaper change, except they're 13 and 15. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm just going to walk away from this. So from my, from my perspective, the mistake is not paying attention to it, number one. And number two, trying to find mm. someone who's selling me sometimes what I would call snake oil, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll give you your your answer, and uh, no, they don't give you an answer; they give you something that they regurgitate to every single person, and so uh, that would be the mistakes I've made.
3: I would say for me, well, the first mistake I made, well, I didn't, I didn't know it was a mistake at the time. I did my own website. Mm. I spent months putting effort into it. This was what, eight and a half years ago when I started my group practice and did my own website and then found out like within a year later, I need this SEO thing and had to pay someone to redo it all anyway. (laughs) And so I feel like hiring a professional is really helpful to get started. And um, the second mistake I made was not keeping up on my blogs um, because Mm, blogs are mm. a huge way to drive traffic where Google can say, oh, they are experts in anxiety counseling or EMDR and not matching my blogs up with my service pages. So I would say that was my second mistake.
1: Yeah. And I'm just going to piggyback on what Steve and Don have already said is just not really thinking too much about it in the beginning. And I had my website go down about a year, about a year and a half ago. I had my website crash, just got some type of malware on it and everything came crashing down and we had to rebuild it completely. And that's something that, unfortunately, I haven't recently, you know, I just haven't been paying attention to SEO since the website came crashing down because just trying to build it up and, you know, do the podcast and create the courses and be a mom and be a wife. It's like one more thing to add on, you know. Um, But it is something that is always in the back of my head. Like I've got to get a handle on my SEO because when I do a search for myself in Google, I am surprised at what, what comes up. But I don't know if someone is typing in, you know, podcasts about therapy, you know, am I popping up. So it's um it's it's something I know I need to focus on and it's just a one more thing that's, you know, unfortunately that I have, uh, you know, I just need to yeah. prioritize it, really. So uh,
0: I want to I want to hear from the group like how do you find time for that one more thing? Like what what for what advice would you give for the the group therapist or the solo therapist who is wearing all the hats? And maybe they're technical, maybe they're not. Like, what uh, what would you say to that person?
1: Well, I will just say it depends on what that thing is and what the what your next goal is. If you know, I think everybody has to look at their business and figure out where what what they're trying to achieve, and then from there, what is the best way to go about doing that. And if it if it comes down to getting more clients for your group practice, then yes, you probably want to be looking at SEO as one of your marketing. Um, arms that you need to be focusing on i mean there's other things too as well but i think it really just depends on like what is it on what it what is your what are you trying to accomplish and what is the best way to get there it's not always posting on social media i will tell you all that and i think everybody Mm. wants to turn to social media and say that that is the that's what it is but it's it's really not um we could probably do a whole episode on marketing just in general
0: it's one of the it's one of the things coming down the the line marketing and social media um, somebody, um, what, what do you, what, what else, what do you, what does the rest of the group?
2: Well, the one thing I would mention is that because Danielle, Daniel, Daniel, oh, I'll right, try it again. One of the things I want to mention is Daniel is an expert on that and he does it through his own practice. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've learned is that, uh, you know, for the podcast, I enjoy doing podcasting. I absolutely do not want to learn how to edit. So I, I just send mm-hmm. it out. Someone else does it. It's uh, someone that me and Lisa, uh, Lisa had recommended. And so maybe if the SEO, like I'm going to try to learn about it a little more because I've tried a few times, but ultimately the other thing too, is if you can afford it, sometimes it's better to just outsource this because this will be something that they can do. And, you know, me learning a new tool of XYZ when I'm trying to sell a book with KDP, or I'm using my email list from CRM. And then now I'm going to add this uh, to me. That's too much on my list. So to add to my list, I would go contact someone who's an expert on that. And then sometimes when you, maybe when you start off, it's not as uh, financially viable, but when you've been doing it for a couple of years, probably financially viable to use someone like Danielle, Daniel, and um, just go mm-hmm. from there. So apparently I pronounce French names too. So uh, now you know that too. This has
0: nothing to do with SEO, but uh, the other day I was, uh I, I chopped a bush down uh, outside my house and I was filling up garbage bags with prick. It had prickers on it. And so I was filling up garbage bags with prickers and I filled it to the top because I only wanted to use a couple garbage bags and it was kind of like spilling out, but I had to take my gloves off to try to tie the bag. So I'm like scratching myself and I'm like, this is dumb. And I just took a handful out, threw it on the ground, was able to squish it down and tie it up. And it made me think about how in life I do the same thing. I try to, I try to jam as much in as possible. And then because then I can't do it all and I get frustrated. And if I just took a handful out, I could get the result. And I think, you know, do wearing all the hats and doing all the things is, is similar to that story.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think for me, I, I this is what I would recommend. Take having, find a webinar that you can take where you can just learn enough about SEO so you know what you're talking about, but then hire someone. <laughs> like I've hired, <laughs> I've always paid my, like one therapist who wants some extra admin hours and I pay them admin hours. I've, I've had my intern doing it where I get them trained mm. on SEO um, just enough to keep up with it. And then I have them get the free newsletters and to to take an extra course on SEO. And so it's really affordable if you can train somebody on your team, if you're a group practice owner or an administrative assistant to help. That's how I've done it. But I know enough to at least talk about SEO.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that, that brings me to the second question, which you, you kind of answered. What are you doing now to help with SEO? What are some of the... uh uh, practices or procedures or initiatives that you're doing uh, that that are working or maybe you've done in the past? Uh, does somebody want to um, you know comment on that?
3: Yeah, I can go um, again. I have hired a, a team to help out like where they redid my whole website and went through and picked like five service pages, the home page, the about page. And they did an overhaul for like three months. We worked on it. And then so that was the first step. And I usually tell when I'm consulting my uh, clients who are building practices, I, I say, you need to save some money to hire someone for SEO. Mm-hmm. Like this right after a good website, that's your second thing. And it's going to change your marketing. So I absolutely believe in it. Um, and then the second thing I do is keep up with blogs. But I also and the blogs will. And you want to interlink it with um, your service page. And then you want to put a post on social media that links back to your blog, that links back to your service page. So you can reuse the info, but you want it all linked together. So it just keeps boosting your SEO and makes sense.
2: Thing what I did is I had someone kind of like do it for me also. And they're the ones who worked for three months on my website. And my SEO was pretty good. The one thing that I didn't count on, and maybe it was my naivete or whatever um is that you gotta check that stuff regularly, and one of the one of the things is you know obviously looking at this this tool, maybe finding someone who can do it for me, but ultimately, I think it's a little bit of those things that i I've done, but I'm looking forward to doing things differently. Because one of the things I've learned about owning a business and marketing is that if you do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, that's called insanity. Um, so I try to change it up as much as I can.
1: Um, yeah. So just actually doing it is important for me at this point. Just, and I, I, I I'm trying to remember why we haven't done it yet. I think my web developer was really wanted to keep my website on lockdown because of the malware that I'd had. And so we've just been really careful about security and what he lets on as like plugins and stuff. So, um, but it definitely needs to happen. So hold me to it, y'all. I'm going to get on it.
0: We will. Uh, uh, my, I think um, what I was doing for SEO, which after going through the, the reports on Uber suggest isn't working, but I'll just tell you, I was uh, I had blog posts and I have podcasts, but I don't think I did enough keyword research to make sure I was ranked because the words I'm ranking for is is close to what I want. But um, if I'm I I am marketing to therapists like counselors, uh, people in the helping field. And I don't have any words in the top 10 with that. That's like therapist. So it tells me I am not using it right or in the right way in the right combination with my uh, content that I would come up on page one. So I had a strategy, but it was more of a strategy of I think this is what I should be doing, not and then putting work and effort into. Uh, so, yeah, my that's what I'm doing. I am doing things. I am blogging, but I, I, I often find on my to do calendar, if something's going to drop off, it's probably going to be the right the blogs because it's a uh, it's a there's no immediate pain right there's no immediate pain if I'm like oh I can blog next week instead of this week and then I'll blog the next week instead of the week after um, I, it it doesn't show up uh, SEO is something that it takes time to build and and uh, if you don't do it uh, if you you don't see the immediate results one blog post is not going to rocket you to the top it's just the consistent posting that will help all right well this is probably a good time to move to our last segment what's one takeaway before you leave steve what's one takeaway you want the audience to to take from this episode? when
2: something is scaring you in your private practice you probably should confront it fully and do it um seo was a very uh scary thing for me now getting that information about Uber Suggest or hearing from you guys and how you've been using it or lack thereof, Lisa, and I will keep you uh, accountable. Um, <laughs> I'll break that personal development thing. But anyway, um, at the end of the day, I think that that's one of the things that I would say is that I was very intimidated by SEO. And I will now know that avoiding it is not going to solve my problem. So.
0: Hmm. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. How about Lisa? Do you have a takeaway for the
1: I'm going to put the Steve show? on mute on my phone. So when he starts texting me and harassing me about SEO, <laughs> I will not see it. <laughs> I, I, no. I Love um, you I, too, Lisa. I, yeah. No, really, it is a, I'm so glad that we're all talking about this because like you said, I have been avoiding it. It's just another conversation I got to have with my will. And I love my web development guy. So hey, Mike, uh, if you're listening, Um, We're going to talk about it and going to get on it because it is important. And I don't know why I'm not doing it, except I'm so busy watching personal development videos and reading books. But no, that's no, really, (laughs) that's not it. It's just avoidance. And I know I need to get to it. So thanks for pushing.
0: All right. And Don, your takeaway?
1: Yeah, I would say um,
3: there's a lot of companies out there, but find one that specializes in therapy and for therapists. I know Daniel's one is great. Um, there's another one that's really good too. And I would say they they offer like free newsletters, free courses, like take at least one of those just to get your feet wet and then schedule time, like block your day, schedule two hours and get it done.
0: Great. And uh, my takeaway is just, just start. Like you gotta know, you're not gonna any further, just ignoring it. So just start, know what you're trying to do and then hand it off. Like if you're if you you run right out of time, know know where you want to go. Know enough that when somebody hands you the report, you know what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be the person to create the report or do all the work. Hand it off to an expert who enjoys it and will get you great results. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for this. Uh, Episode one of season two. Thanks for joining the Scaling Therapy Practice. This is the show where we ask you to take intentional steps towards sustainable growth. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Scaling Therapy Practice. I hope you enjoyed the show. I want to remind you that the content shared today is for general information and entertainment purposes only. It should be considered as legal or tax advice. If you need a professional advice in those areas, please consult with a licensed attorney or accountant. But thank you so much for listening. The Scaling Therapy Practice is part of the SciCraft Network.